Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League in all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Lez, and we're going to be taking a look at my fantasy side going into this coming season. Now, we already did a podcast just like this when the app just opened, and we had a little look at how our side was going to look, uh, how to really build your side. We built our side from scratch. There wasn't a pre-built side. We built our fantasy side from scratch. If you want to go back and listen to that podcast, you should scroll down a little bit. It's just come out recently, I think last week or the week before, Uh, but that's a great app. It takes about half an hour, but we really go deep into building this fantasy team. So now that we've built our team, we've built the first layer of our team, I've gone ahead and made some changes uh, and got some really good players in just based off uh, some you know advice I've had from other guys who are playing the game as well. And just having a look at some prices, having a real think about how teams are going to look going into 2024. And we have made a few changes here that I think are going to be really beneficial going into this upcoming season. So we'll start with the winger fullbacks. Now, I think that it is very beneficial. Now, I know, and I've stressed this a lot on the podcast, that Supercoach and NRL Fantasy are very different in how they tally up points. But... One guy that you know is going to get a lot of points for you and did very well last year is Kalen Ponga. And I've got him in my team here at fullback. 757K. I don't think it's the worst price in the world for Kalen Ponga, especially when you've got guys like Nico Hines and Nathan Cleary, who are both a million bucks. And I don't think it's very beneficial to get both of those guys in your fantasy team. Now, Supercoach is going to be a little bit different. As I said, the points are tallied up much differently um, to how they are, obviously, in NRL Fantasy. Plus, both of those guys aren't a million dollars in Supercoach either. And we'll obviously talk about Supercoach once the team builder opens. But right now, we're talking NRL Fantasy. And I think Callum Ponga is a must-get because he was the saving grace for a lot of you guys last season. When you had a few trades left, you had a bit of spare cash in the bank and you wanted to get a really good player that you know was going to get you some really good points. Kalen Ponga is definitely worth it. Kalen Ponga is definitely that guy. 757K, I think he's very worth it in NRL Fantasy, so I've got him at fullback. Now, as I said, I've really had a good think about how teams are going to look, whereabouts are going to be on the ladder, how they're going to perform going into the first round of the season. I have got Alafiana Card Pereira on one wing at 381k. And then I've got Jesse Arthurs on the other wing at 344k. Now, first up, uh, Alafiana Card Pereira. I think he's an absolute weapon. I definitely think he's going to be in this Titan side throughout the entire year. Absolute strike weapon. Can score a fuckload of tries for your team. Uh, he's an absolute weapon. And at 381k, very worth it for me as well. Going to be scoring a heap of tries on the sting. Now, wingers aren't generally known for getting you a lot of points. But Alafiana Khan Pereira, an absolute weapon. And can definitely get the job done for you. He did very well, I believe, last season in NRL Fantasy. A lot of people had him in their side towards the back end of the year. 27.7. It's not the worst thing in the world for a winger. I think he is going to take it, though, to that next level in 2024. So, Alafiana Khan Pereira... 
definitely in my fantasy side. Jesse Arthurs, you have a look at how that Brisbane Broncos side went last year. He's going to be a main state in that side this year as well. Uh, he's definitely going to be there somewhere. I think he does get a spot on the wing. Obviously, two wing spots open and up for grabs. Uh, I think that it will be Jesse Arthurs and Corey Oates on the wings to start the year. A lot of people have Dean Mariner over Corey Oates, but I think that Dean Mariner, uh, he might take him a little bit longer to work his way into this side. If we're looking at this side right now, going into round one of 2024, I think Jesse Arthurs and Corey Oates are your wingers. Jesse Arthurs as well at 344k. He's dual position. He can play center or wing a fullback. I think that is really, really good value for someone that is a dual position. So Jesse Arthurs, definitely someone you're going to have to think about. Post-contact meters, he was there. Uh, that grand final performance, if he takes that form going into this year, he's going to be an absolute weapon. Now, last year, in terms of his average, he averaged 25 points. Again, NRL Fantasy, Super Coach, they tally up points differently. What's good in Super Coach and what's good in Fantasy are very, very different. So 25 average for a backline player isn't the worst thing in the world. But again, he's another one of those guys I think that can take it to the next level going into 2024. So Callum Pong is the fullback. Alafiana Khan, Pereira and Jesse Arthurs are my wingers. Moving into the centers and probably one of the hardest spots to pick for your NRL fantasy side. Uh, obviously, centers didn't average too highly in 2023. Going into 2024, I feel like there's two guys that stand out for me. One of them is Talatau Kala. Now, again, a guy that is dual position, a guy that can cover at fullback for Turbo if Turbo does get injured uh, again in 2024. Hopefully, he doesn't for Manly. But if he does, Talatau Kala is a guy that can cover in the fullback position. And you think about the form he carried into the World, uh, World Cup Series for Tonga. He was a center that was running 300 meters a game, uh, plenty of post-contact meters, and was doing a lot of work for that Tongan side. Uh, you think about him carrying that form into the NRL, into the 2024 season, I really love the value here. 490K, Tolotau Kaula. You're not paying too much for a center there, but you are paying for the convenience. You are paying for the center winger fullback the dual position you are paying for the convenience here with Tolotau Kala. He's one that I think you should definitely get in your teams. Now, for fantasy in 2023, he averaged 35.6, which for a center, it isn't too bad. He's one that I think can also take it to the next level in 2024, and he's definitely in my side. Now, the other one uh, is a New Zealand warrior. He's one that really shot out the gates in 2023. He's someone that I think could really have a big year in 2024 as well. You think about the year that he's had, uh, his debut year. Uh, he was in and out of the side at the start of the year, really made a spot for himself towards the back end. Really tough competitor. Uh, he is a one-position player. He's not dual position. I think he was dual position at the start of last year, but not dual position anymore. He is 396K. It's Rocco Berry. Absolute weapon. And you think about, as I said, the year that he had in 2023, he made the Kiwis... Um, you know, junior squad, the B's squad or whatever it was called. Uh, he made the junior squad for the Kiwis. Uh, you think about the year that he could have in 2024, the fact that he has the potential to make the squad for the Kiwis main side. Uh, absolute weapon, and at 396k, I would be locking him into my side as well. Uh, and obviously, you know, you've got a bit of leg room there to trade him if you really need to, Rocco Berry. But I think he's going to have a big year for NRL Fantasy. Now, halves. Uh, as I said, a lot of people 
are going down the Nico Hines and Nathan Cleary route, but I think that you are going to be spending too much money if that's the way you're going to be going. Both of these guys are a million dollars, and I don't think it's as worth it to do it in fantasy as it is in Supercoach. In Supercoach, knock yourselves out. It's a great move. It worked really well last year, but in NRL fantasy, you are just wasting way too much money way too much money. I think that you just got to go for one of them. For me, I have gone with Nathan Cleary and he's my captain going into the 2024 season. Nathan Cleary, I think he's an absolute weapon. Uh, Obviously had a really high average in 2023, 72.8. You have him as a captain. That is a fuckload of points. It's 140 points a game. You can't skip on that. You can't overlook Nathan Cleary and fantasy for 2024. He's there and he's my captain going into this season. Now I was thinking long and hard about who was going to be my other half. I was thinking about which side is probably going to have the most go forward, who has the best pack. And I immediately thought of the Roosters. Now I'm not getting Luke Keary in my team. He's obviously got a bit of an older body. You want someone a bit younger. You want someone a bit fresher. And at 685k, I've locked in Sam Walker into my halves pairing to partner Nathan Cleary. I think it's a great buy. I think he's going to have a really high average in 2024. 49.8 in 2023. But 2024, I feel like it's going to be a bigger year. you got to remember as well, he was out for half the season pretty much last season with injury. Coming back into this Rooster side, the way that he ended last season, I think that he is going to be a strong force going into the 2024 season, and especially with all the go-forward that he's going to have in that Roosters pack, I think that he's definitely worth buying here in NRL Fantasy. 685k, you're definitely paying for what you're going to get, and I think you're going to get a really strong start to the year uh, from Sam Walker. Now, going into the edge back row spots, we've had to compensate a little bit here. Now, the first back row I have is someone that I think is going to have a real impact Uh, coming off the bench. He will be coming off the bench, but I think he's going to have a big impact. He's an absolute workhorse. Post-contact meters galore. He is going to be the next big thing coming out of North Queensland. That is Kula Kefu Fine Fuiaki. Now, if you can't say the name, that's fine, but you better remember it because he's an absolute weapon and he's someone that I think if you don't have him in your starting side, you've got to have him coming off the bench in 2024. Kula Kefu Fine Fuiaki 272k. I think that's an absolute steal uh, for what you're going to get from him in 2024. Absolute weapon. I really do think he's going to have a massive impact in this North Queensland side, and he's going to lock down a spot in that 17, whether it is starting or or off the bench. I feel like he's someone that could start, depending on how this side is going to look, depending on how Todd Payton builds this side. He's someone that could definitely start, potentially in that 13 jersey as well, or maybe even in the middle, but he can come on in the middle. He can come on in the edge, only an edge back row position for fantasy, but he can come on in both roles and do a massive job. Big body, great motor, Kula Kefu Finefuiaki, edge back rower at 272k. I think that is a bang for your buck bargain there. Uh, and he's starting in my edge back row. Now I've gone ahead and I've really gone hard here with my other edge back rower. Someone that I think could have a big season along with this manly side who is looking primed going into 2024. Tom Travojevic looking fit, firing, ready to go. And you know when Tom Travojevic is fit, firing, ready to go, the rest of the side is fit, firing, ready to go. And that includes Hamole Olakawatu, 715k. Is no chicken fee, but you are paying for what you get here. Edgeback rower, he is going to dominate, can dominate off kicks, can score tries very close to the line. 
has got massive, massive upside to his game. A great offload, post-contact meters galore, a really tough competitor, and one of the better edge-back rowers in the entire competition uh, I believe that he is going to really uh, push through that ceiling in 2024. Uh, Hamale Olakawatu, definitely one to think about for NRL Fantasy. No chicken fee, but you're paying for what you're going to get from Hamale Olakawatu. Now, moving into the middles. A lot of people are against this move, but I'm going to give it a go. And he's, you know, he is 880K. But I do think that if he doesn't work, I can trade him later on and I can even get some other players with the leftover cash from trading this guy. Payton Haas, 880K. I think that is definitely worth a shot for NRL Fantasy. Not for Supercoach. I don't think it's going to be the right move for Supercoach. He's a workhorse. He does a lot of things for you. But for Supercoach, maybe it's uh, it's better if you wait a little bit and just see where the average goes before purchasing uh, Payton Haas. But for NRL Fantasy, I'm giving it a crack straight Straight off the bat, Payne Haas, 880K. I'm having him in my side. Uh, he's vice captain as well. So if he does rack up the big points, we get rewarded for it as well. Uh, so Payne Haas, 880K, locking him in. Uh, now, another guy, again, that we've compensated for is Keenan Palacia. I think that he could start in this Titans side. You think about how this forward pack is going to look going into the 2024 season, depending on if they want to have Aaron Clark in that 13 jersey or a big Tino moves into the 13 jersey and Kenneth Palacea gets a starting uh, spot with Mo Fodawaka. Depending on how they want to build this side, Kenan Palacea could be the bargain here at 393k in your middle forwards. He's someone that could definitely start and have a big impact coming into this Titans team. He's a forward that's always had a big motor, can always play big minutes, and big minutes means more and more points for your fantasy team. Kenan Palacea is definitely someone to think about, especially during that origin period when Tino and Mo Fodawaka could be going to but uh, obviously to their origin duties uh, with the Queensland Maroons, Kenan Palacea, he is someone that could be playing big minutes in the front row for you during the origin period and really rack up a fuckload of points. Kenan Palacea, 393k, someone that's going to be good for you all season, cheapy, your real bargain here at 393k for Kenan Palacea. I'd be locking him in now before you can't get him into your side later on. Uh, and, and Moses Leota at 472k. 472k for Moses Leota. I think that is an absolute bargain for what you're getting for Moses Leota in 2024. 34.3 the average, but I think that he is going to hit another ceiling as well. The Bash Bros in the front row, him and James Fisher-Harris, I think that they're going to have a big year. Moses Leota, again, points are tallied up differently in NRL Fantasy. Players that average 40-plus are players you should think about in NRL Fantasy, whereas Supercoach, not really. Supercoach, Fantasy, the points are tallied up differently. Moses Leota, though, I think is someone that is definitely worth having a little bit of a look at in NRL Fantasy going into the 2024 season. He's in my side at the moment, 472K. I think that's a bargain for Mo Leota. Uh, and then in the hooking role, I've got a dual position player, in a Roosters side that is going to have a really red-hot crack at the grand final this season. Uh, he obviously is post-contact meters galore. He's someone that can not only play hooker, but will definitely have a crack in the middles uh, when Connor Watson comes off the bench to play that hooking role or Sanded Smith or whoever comes off the bench to play that hooking role. Uh, it's Brandon Smith. I think Brandon Smith, dual position for him as well. 
I think that is really, really something to think about. And only 540K for Brandon Smith going into 2024. Last year, he averaged 39.3. You've got to keep in mind as well, his role changed a little bit throughout the season for the Roosters. I think that he, at 540K, is going to have a big season. He's going to be playing big minutes as well. He's going to be playing two different roles in this team. He's going to be playing the hook hooking role, obviously, to start the game. But then he's going to move into the forwards. And that is where he's going to get a lot of his points there in the forwards. Uh, Brandon Smith, I really do think a dual position, 540K, it's a bargain for what you're going to get for Brandon Smith. And he's definitely someone to think about to start the year for the fantasy side, for the Sydney Roosters. He's going to have a big year. Brandon Smith, lock him in. So, to recap, my starting team for NRL Fantasy is KP at fullback. I've got Alafiana Khan Pereira and Jesse Arthurs on the wings. Rocco Berry and Tolotau Kaula in the centers. Nathan Cleary, Sam Walker in the halves. Hamole Olakowatu and Kilekefu Finefuiaki in the back row. Keenan Palasea and Moses Leota in the front row. Payne Haas at 13, if you like to think about it that way. Uh, with Brandon Smith at 9. Moving on to my bench, this first guy has been confirmed to play six for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. He's someone that not many people are going to be thinking about, but he is 349k. He's going to be playing the full 80 minutes, and depending on how this St. George side goes, it's going to have a real telling as to how Kyle Flanagan goes. I think that he is definitely someone to think about because even if he doesn't play six the full year, he's going to be in that 17. He's going to be playing a role off the bench anyway, whether it be 14 or six. I think Kyle Flanagan is someone you really have to think about. I really do. I think he's going to be in the 17 all year, uh, depending on what happens if they get anyone throughout the year, which I don't think they really will get too many players uh, throughout the year. But Kyle Flanagan, definitely someone to think about here. 349K. You know, didn't have the best average in 2023, but he was in and out of the side for the Doggies in 2023. 25.4 the average. You're thinking about someone that could be playing the full 80 minutes Week in, week out for the Dragons. Even if they are the spoon side, he's going to be racking up points for you just with the work rate that he's going to have. Kyle Flanagan, definitely someone to think about coming off your bench for NRL Fantasy. Uh, the next guy, you know, he could be playing center. He could be playing 5'8". He's someone that will be dual position throughout the year. It's Ethan Strange. Now, he's only a center in NRL Fantasy at the moment. Again, he will be someone that will be dual position if he does move into the 5'8 role throughout the year, maybe even in the first few weeks of the competition. 250K for Ethan Strange here. A real mountain of potential that he has going into the 2024 season. Really don't know where he's going to be ending up in this side, whether it is at center or or in that 5'8 jersey. Regardless, he's a backup center. If your centers do get injured or have a bye, and he will do a great job for you, Ethan Strange. Very keen to see how he goes in 2024. I'm taking a real punt on him. Uh, didn't have the best average, but he only did play the one game. I'm keen to see how he goes and if he has a real red-hot crack in 2024, but definitely someone to think about. Now, Wayne Bennett has confirmed the next guy to start in this Dolphins side on the sting. Uh, obviously, Jermaine Asako is one winger, but Jack Bostock is set to be the other one. 307K starting winger. Again, if your players have buys, he comes straight into your starting team. 307K, really good price for Jack Bostock, and I think that he could be an absolute weapon going into next year. A mountain of potential here as well for Jack Bostock. In that Blues under-19s game, he absolutely killed it, and I think he's going to kill it in 2024. 
The next guy, the guy that can never be, get put on his back, according to the Cast Patrol, is Salivia Havili uh, at 392k. Dual position as well. I think that's a bargain for Havili. Hooker and middle forward. Similar to Brandon Smith, he will be potentially the 14 for the Rabbitohs as well. Depending on if he's at 14 the first week or not, I can always move him back into the emerging uh, reserves spots. But uh, I'm definitely going to be keeping him in my fa- in my fantasy side until I know otherwise if there's a reason, whether it be injury or something else that he isn't going to be in the 17. But I really do think he'll be there. 392K, dual position, definitely someone to think about. And I think he'll be owned by a lot of players playing fantasy in 2024. Uh, And then going into my reserves, the first one I've got here, I'm taking a real punt on this guy because I don't know if he's going to be in the 17 or not. And if he is in the 17, I don't know how long he's going to be in the 17 for. That's Xavier Savage. Xavier Savage, 350K, is my first reserve player. Uh, I think that I'm taking a real punt on him. Uh, but if he does start and have, has a really good run, he could just move straight into my starting winger fullback role or just move onto my bench. Uh, we'll have to see how Xavier Savage and the Raiders travel in 2024. Uh, the next guy I've got here at 399K, the person that is going to be replacing Kurt Capewell on the edge is Brendan Piakura at 399K. I think it is a little overpriced for Brendan Piakura, but I think he could get big points as well, depending on if he moves into the middle throughout a game or what his role is in this team. He's always been someone that I've been watching and I've always noticed that he's had a big work rate in this team. A massive work rate. Uh, The intensity is always high for this guy uh, and whether it be post-contact meters, meters in a game or his tackles, he's always been very, very good in this team in defense and in attack. 399k, definitely someone to think about. Yes, a little bit overpriced but I don't think that price is going down anytime soon. In fact, I think it will go up throughout the year. So someone you might be able to take a punt on if you want him, depending on if it is in your emerging, your interchange or in your starting side for NRL Fantasy. Uh, the next guy is going to be the 14 for the Manly Seagulls. It's Gordon Chan Kum Tong at 325k. I don't mind it. Played the games in the back end of the season and did very well off the bench for the Manly Seagulls. Even kicked a goal, the young fella. Uh, obviously, it's going to be the first time that Lachlan Croker is going to be uh, a hooker with a number 14 coming off the bench. He's going to have another hooker in this side. That's why I haven't got Lachlan Croker in my side because he's got another hooker coming off the bench and he won't be playing the full 80 minutes. You won't be getting the same uh, impact as you would last year with Lachlan Croker in NRL Fantasy. So I think he's someone you might have to give a miss in 2024. Uh, but Gordon Chen Kum Tong, I think he's worth it having your emerging just in case there is an injury in the hooking role or if there's a buy for both the Rabbitohs and the Roosters. In my case, uh, he'd be someone that'd be going straight in to that number nine role for my fantasy team. And then the last guy, I've used the rest of my cash up. Well, not the rest of my cash up, but I have used a fair chunk of the rest of my cash up on this bloke who I think is going to be on the bench for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Davey Mawali. He's in my emerging He's someone that I'm taking a real punt on, and if it doesn't work out, he will be traded within the first few weeks. Uh, but Davey Mullally, I'll see how he goes. Hopefully, he does get a fair crack in this South Sydney side throughout the year because he's someone that deserves to be in this team. David Mawali, very keen to see if he does make a spot in the 17 for the South Sydney Rabbitohs in 2024. But that is my NRL fantasy side. 
going into this season so far. We're going to be making changes over the next few weeks, and I will uh, let you guys know what those changes are. Um, not every week, but definitely consistently over you know one to two weeks. Maybe every two weeks, I'll come back and make some changes, and then let you guys know about those changes. But I will always be upfront if I make a change in this side before the season starts. But let me know what your NRL fantasy side looks like, who you think some cheapies are going into the 2024 season.